Paris. Hi, gorgeous. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. Hi, I feel like we're in delusional stage. (laughs) This is a podcast about nothing and everything. Yeah, it's one of those. (laughs) Nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess, which is apparently what we are today. Yeah. Oh. I think we're still getting back into the groove. Yeah, it's our first record of the year. But hot mess, you know. Hot mess energy. Catch it in our secret episodes. True. That's my version of plugging. Secret episodes. (laughs) Yeah, plug in our subscription feed, sometimes extra. Go subscribe and support us. Buy us a coffee and you get a bonus episode every fortnight. Yeah, and we have Patreon. Yeah, no, don't. It's, but it's the same don't as promote a subscription. That. I don't know how people. Are, uh, it is the same as a subscription, yeah. but we have never put it in the show notes because uh, our previous producer made it, and I was like, I'm never going to upload to Patreon. Let's yeah. just do the the in app feed. But people are subscribing. Yeah. They're still subscribing to Patreon, and I'm like, please don't do that. And I don't know how to like stop it, so I have to keep uploading the episodes there. But I'm like, stop. No, we want them all in the one place. I feel like it's funny. It is funny, but I don't know what I'm doing with it. No, I have no ah. idea. I don't even know how to search on Patreon. People are finding us. Don't subscribe to us on Patreon. Subscribe to us within Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please. Do you know, do you know so I have Patreon because I support two people on Patreon. Love that. I'm a Patreon supporter. Look at you. I know. I pre- I do what I preach. Yep. <laughs> I ask for subscriptions and I subscribe. And I also subscribe, yeah. But I subscribed I have- to Anna Paul once. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) But I, so I fully only have Patreon to support people that I support. I just like want to give them my money because I I love what they do. Love what they do. I don't understand how the website works. And I've tried to be on it as like as a user and I'm like. I feel like a boomer. I feel like such a boomer. I'm downloading the app right now. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. And do you also feel as a millennial that anything like important you can't do on your phone, it has to be done on a computer or you don't have a computer? No, I do have an iPad. Yeah. I like doing things on my iPad. Because if I have to send a really important email, I cannot do it from my phone. Must be typing. Oh. For some no, reason. that doesn't. That's I think it's me. a really millennial thing yeah. where you can't use – your phone is just for fun, yeah. but it's never for anything. Serious purchases, serious emails. Face. If I have a meeting, it has to be on my laptop. Oh. I hate to do it on my phone. No, I don't care. Maybe that's the Gen Z. You are a bit Gen Z, aren't you? I don't like to say that. I feel like I'm a millennial. Yeah. You're a bit of both. Yeah, because I'm the last year of millennial. Yeah, you're a zillennial. Ugh. (laughs) I just want to be a millennial. (laughs) But millennials want to be Gen Zs. I want to be a Gen Z. Do you? No. Gen Zs are so embarrassing. Do you know I was at the movies yesterday? Yeah. Oh, you saw the movie. We I have to talk about it. I did. I did. Okay, sorry, but what were you going to tell me about the movie? Saw the movie. Behind, saw the movie Anyone But You, the rom-com. Yeah. Loved it. Get into that later. Yeah. Had two teenagers sitting behind us, and I, I think they were, must have been on a date or something, and the boy was – showing off hardcore for his lady and so like he would be yelling out in response to the movie like they'd be like you remembered that and he would be like yeah of course you did babe I hate people like that that. and then like the song unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield is throughout it and he like stood up with his phone flashlighting I'm so embarrassed I'm so embarrassed so embarrassing I was, Tom and I were rolling our eyes so much about it. And then we left the movie. They were behind us. Maddie listening to this, like, 16-year-old conversation 
was so funny. Oh, like the girl playfully being like, "Oh my god, you're so embarrassing," and he was like, "Actually, Sarah, I'm not embarrassing at all." And do you know what I should do right now? And she was like, "What?" And he was like, "I'm gonna take another shot of vodka." And she was like, "No, don't!" And he was like, "No, I think that's a really good idea." <laughs> and he was like, thought it was so cool that he had vodka. So he was drunk. I say in inverted commas. He didn't seem drunk to me. I think he's just Fake a sixteen-year-old that's like had a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, has and one vodka like, cruiser and is like, "I'm blind." Yeah, and as you should be, babe. Yeah, we were all there. We've all I done know. it. It's fine. Children. And Tom and I were making fun of them, and I made the comment to Tom, being like. We were all there once. We were all that guy. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You do it. You'll grow it's out of it. It's just hard to watch. It's fine. Such a hard watch. When I went to New Year's Eve, we went to Coogee Beach, Hannah and I, to watch the fireworks. And hard it was watch. full of children. Yeah. Like, and all these groups of girls trying to impress the boys. And I was like, yeah. I know that I was there once, but yeah. fuck, it's hard to watch. It's like when it's school holidays, when the parks start getting filled up with teenagers they have on nothing a else to do but yeah. go to a park. And drink. They were all wearing the same fucking uniform, which was like dead shorts and a black hoodie and I was like when did that become the cool thing to wear no all of them all the same all of them the same yeah not good meanwhile I was wearing crocs so (laughs) how could I really judge (laughs) Hannah didn't like them and I was like it's the only sandals I have and then I bought Birkenstocks and we're fine she's okay with those I have no summer shoes I literally only wear sneakers you don't you yeah whereas I hate wearing enclosed shoes I thought about you when I bought them I was like Grace is gonna be so happy that I got Birkenstocks But let's talk about anyone but you. Yes. Okay, so you have mixed feelings about it. I hated it. Okay. I loved it just because I love a rom-com. Yeah, so I love a rom-com. Love the formula. It's fine. I do think it was incredibly cringe. Yeah. I wasn't expecting the script to be so scripted. Yeah. Like, I, I, I understand that the plot has to be really stock standard. Yeah. And nothing's going to change there. Yeah. But I do hate the fact that, like the Australian characters are saying clacker and bugger. Yeah. Like Especially we, the the chick. She's never said those words before in her life. Yeah. The one who played Margaret, I think her name was. Yeah. She's never said those words. But they just really have to stereotype us as Australians. Yeah. Not really in love with that. Don't have to. And like this I'm like a bit 50-50 on. I love and hate it about a rom-com. Glenn Powell tells one story about his mother and she like looks up at him. Sydney Sweeney looks up at him like, oh, my God, and he's like, sorry, I don't talk about my mum to random women normally. And she's like, my life is a disaster. I'm dropping out of law school. I'm not spoiling. This is all the first scene. Yeah. I'm dropping out of law school. I'm just such a disaster. Uh, Why? That's not a disaster. Do you know what a disaster is? Being $3,000 or $30,000 in debt debt and deciding to go on another holiday. If you sit in Bali saying I'm a disaster with credit card debt, then I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, you are a disaster. (laughs) Like you deciding that you're not sure if you want to be a lawyer. No. You're not a disaster in my book. No. Yeah, it had a rough start for me. Um, But I thought the script was atrocious. Yeah. I think none of the actors were funny. I don't think any of them no. were particularly funny. And I think a rom-com, you should have um, some level of charm to you. Yeah. And I also think there should be chemistry. I don't think and there was there chemistry. And there was no chemistry between Sydney Sweeney or Glenn Powell. And there was 
like negative chemistry between Glenn Powell and the one he's meant to be in love with and hung up on. Margaret. It was negative chemistry. Mm. In fact, it looked like he hated her. Mm. It was Mm. awful. And so that's why I was really unhappy, but also because I'm watching it from an actor's perspective and some of the acting was so bad that it makes me mad that these people were cast in a fucking Hollywood blockbuster when they are that terrible. Mm. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. We have so much talent in Australia and you're going to cast a fucking supermodel who's never acted in her life. Sorry, I'm obviously she being... she not an actress? She's never acted in her life. That was her first job. Uh, Could you not tell? Yeah, I didn't know who she was. Sorry, this is a bit harsh of me, but this is just my bitter... I'm a bitter out-of-work actor. <laughs> obviously, I'm a bit upset about it. <laughs> I'm a bitter out-of-work work actor. actor. Literally. I want to make that the acronym. <laughs> Put it on a T-shirt. <laughs> bitter B... Ow, out of Ow. work. Be out. No, it's booha. <laughs> B-O-O-A. I'm a booha. <laughs> Boo! Sorry, how are you saying these letters? You just went B-O-W and then you just B-O-H-O. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look, I'm mad. B-O-H-O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was – I didn't think it was good. I'll, I won't say it again. But people are raving about it. People are raving about it. Like, it's got great reviews online. I was expe- – that's why I was expecting this, this script to be better. Again, the plot was always going to be what the plot was. Loved that. Lo- like, there's a couple of scenes that are just, like, so classic rom-com that I – I love that stuff. Like, yeah. it's all I want to watch. I just wish the script was more authentic. Yes. Like – the two brides that the wedding is happening for in Australia, they had no natural language between mean? each other. Like the two women that are getting mm. married and they're side characters, right? Like they're not building the plot or they are, but your side characters, surely you can sell to me that you're yeah, in actually love. together, yeah. But like it just, there wasn't any substance. No, it just yeah. wasn't that great. But if you loved it, that's good for you. I still enjoyed it. I had yeah. a great time. It's still, it was still an enjoyable time at the movies, but I probably wouldn't see it again. Like the last time I saw a movie in the movies was Asteroid City and I left that like hating yeah. my life. I do want to go see Mean Girls though. I will go see that at the cinemas. See, I don't want to see Mean Girls. I just think it'll be funny. I don't understand what the appeal is in the sense of nothing's changed. It's the exact same movie. But it's got singing. But it's got singing. I love a musical, so I'll go see it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Won't be the same as the OG. Yeah. But still. I they just haven't it. they haven't sold me, even though they've got lots of marketing lots for it. Lots of marketing. They haven't sold me. Anyway. Maybe if they put the marketing on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could pay us. Maybe. <gasps> moving on. Excuse me, moving on. So I've got uh, a story from the hotties mm-hmm. and then I also have some of our hot mess hotline because since we started it, I'm getting emails. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting some people asking for advice. It's good to see. We oh. love it. So if you would like some media. I people want advice from us. I love it's it. It's not been very good advice. No, no but it's the best. And As then, my dad keeps quoting us because we said sucks to suck. Yeah, sucks dad's, to suck. Dad's like. It's not advice. That's why we say it's it's mediocre (laughs) advice. Anyway, we have a story from the hotties first. Okay, Um, does she allow? Yeah, she's allowing us to share her name. She says, "Hi, Grace and Maddie. Hi, I'm Audrey. Hi, I have always been such a huge fan since the beginning of your podcast, and your episodes are the highlight of my day. Oh, that's nice. That's so cute. Love you guys so much, and I have a true story. I would really love you guys to read. It's basically one of my horror stories that I still can't get over to this day. Anyway, enjoy. She's left a little tea emoji. Oh. 
She's added emojis. She gave. She's le- left some like little sparkle emojis for me to. I think give us some va va voom when you're saying it. Lean into lean mm. into it. When I was around the age of fourteen, I recently discovered the wonders of smart books. That's like sexy books. Oh, like I heard smart books. Smut. S M U T. Does that stand for something? You know, I think smut is just an old term, term for, for like, like porn sexy. and Sexy. It's like porn, literally porn books. Yeah. At 14. Mm. I'm, I'm sure she was a Wattpad girl. <laughs> Whenever I was questioned about what I was reading, I would always just answer, it's just romance. My mom always asked me what age the limit, like what the age limit was, and I would lie sometimes, and she wouldn't really read into it much. One day, I decided to be risky and purchase a book with a certain cover. It's got sparkle emojis. Oh. For reference, it was a lady in a skimpy shirt on top of a guy. I promise the summary was so good or else I would not be putting myself at this much risk. Mind you, my parents still bought my books for me, so I had to be strategic and hide it from them at the register. This is in person. My dad was buying it, so while at the register, so while the register scanned my book, I pointed at something far away and redirected his attention. Get it, Audrey. Anyway, once I got home, I forgot to hide the book. I placed it on my desk under a stack of books, and one day I was walking into my room and I found my mum looking through the, st- the stack. Oh, no. As she picked up the book, glitter emojis, yeah. she said, what is this? And then proceeded to read the summary on the back, which is worse than the front cover, so you can imagine how bad it was. She then stormed over to my dad and proceeded to read the summary out loud to him. The summary included words like wildest sex of their life and pull out the sex and seduction. I was mortified. My parents were both livid, but what was worse was that my little brother and sister, who were at the time still young, heard the whole thing. That's not your fault, babe. That's your parents' fault. <laughs> no, but that does make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> my sister kept asking what sex was. After I was scolded, my mom took away all of my books and grounded me from reading anything without her doing a background check first. Ever since then, every time my mom catches me reading anything, she asks it asks if it's one of my porn books. So for you've, the rest of your life. You've essentially been like walked in on jacking off. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> but with it's, your porn just, book. it's just the lead up yeah. to you jacking True. off. Like you're for, like I fully understand your parents. Like you're 14 years old. 14? Come on. That's normal, I feel like, to be experimenting with that kind of shit. No? Exper- yeah, experimenting with porn and stuff, but like not reading adult smart. smart. Yeah. Like, no. That's, that is that's so intense. funny. It's actually quite a mild way to be caught out though. Like, yeah, in, but like, it's I not think the same the as wanky or having like porn on the computer. I don't know if it's worse though because it's so premeditated. Whereas like you, you catch someone it. like you catch someone watching porn, in your mind you're like, oh whatever, they just weren't thinking, they yeah. decided, they felt a bit horny. This yeah. is like, I'm not horny, I will be horny later. I want to feel horny. Yes. I'm buying a book. With my dad. <laughs> I'm buying a book with my dad's money. <laughs> to buy. <laughs> to get horny <laughs> later by myself. You know, yes. Yeah. I, I think there's deeper levels of shame <laughs> invested I don't in that. There's anything wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's I not. think it's but being funny 14, though. I would be like mortified. Mortified. But I also think it's quite funny because then for the rest of your life, because it seems like she's a reader and she likes to read, <laughs> for the rest of your life, your parents are going to think you're reading porn. Yeah, she's probably like 32. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, it'd be the same as like every time you're on your laptop, your dad assuming that you're watching Pornhub. Yeah. It's the same thing. Every Which Book is a porn book. (laughs) Always on porn. (laughs) Absolutely. I, so like my mum wasn't, my parents weren't very good at like knowing what I was reading. And I wasn't reading smart per se, but I was definitely reading books that were older than what you should have been. Older than what I should have been doing. 
And I was obsessed with this, like, series about this. <laughs> so silly. I've always loved middle-aged women books from a young age. Got it. So my love for rom-coms. Yeah, see In it. book form. Ben but, drama. like, yep, give yep, me yep. a bit of drama. Give yeah. me a bit of sounds. Yeah, yeah, Give me a murder. <laughs> uh, so from, like, the age of, like, 11 or so, I was obsessed with this book series, which ended up being, like, a 23-book 23 book series and I read up to like 21 or something wow about a bounty hunter (laughs) in New Jersey (laughs) Trenton Trenton, New Jersey who was like found herself as a bounty hunter because she got fired from her lingerie store that she was running or working at and she was constantly in a love triangle with good cop Morello and bad guy can't remember his name but he was hot and They're she was having sex with both of them. fucking love triangle, aren't they? Yeah. And, like, her favourite thing to do was have gorilla sex with Morello. <laughs> and, like, the other bounty hunter would, like, always tease her as if he was going to have sex with her and then would, like, not do it. And she'd yeah. be like, ah. And I loved, loved these books. And my mum would buy them for me because the covers weren't giving what was inside, what was inside of yeah. them. They called one for the money, two for the dough. Like, it's <laughs> fine. She thinks I'm just into my reading. And it really came through that she had no idea when a couple of weeks ago she was like, oh, I found a bunch of those Jana Ivanovich books that you used to love as a kid and I figured, Ellie, your sister's the same age. We should give them to her. And I was like, no. 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 <laughs> Nope, my little angel baby sister no, is not reading no. that smut. <laughs> no, no smut for her. But my mom really innocently is just like, yeah. So anyway, did you sorry, tell her? Mom, I'll let her live in that fantasy land. But um, then is she not going to give them to Ellie? No, I'm the middleman. So you're just saying no. They're no, mine. Yeah. Give them to me. They're fine. I want I'm, my smut I'm, back. I need to reread my gorilla sex. Are you going to reread it? <laughs> no, I don't think I could. I think it's really, it's like Stephanie Meyer's level, level. of writing. I got think. it, like, got it, got it. It's not very good. Can only do it once. Yeah. Yeah. At 11. <laughs> <laughs> Although um, I do think it's funny when I met Tom's mum has read all of the books. <laughs> is that she, how you connect it? That's so yeah, cute. Yeah, like she and I have the same Taste. style of books. <laughs> and maybe sex. Trash. Yeah. What, vanilla? That's <laughs> not happening? <laughs> Kidding. Come on, I know you're having sex. sex. I know you are. Okay, now we're going to move on to Hot Mess Hotline. All right, so I'm some ready. advice. Did we give a name? Did we get a name? Oh, we've, we just got an initial, okay. A. Ooh, it's very pretty little liars. Ooh, it is. Hello, gals. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, babe. Please advise, but she says in parentheses, in brackets, you can roast me but not too hard, please, I'm a softie. All right? Oh, so keep cute. it light, Grace. What if it's really bad? I don't know. We'll see. What I want to really <laughs> say that I'm, I'm also new to the dating scene. I've not had a long-term partner in my life, but I'm really putting myself out there. I'm 28. I am long-distance dating a man I met on the apps. Initially, we were both there for casual things. I'm more casual with a willingness to go serious. He was set on holiday mode in my country, so I suppose just wanted to just meet people there. We texted, we got flirty, but things happened and his holiday didn't push through, so he never actually arrived in the country. So they matched, but they haven't met. We kept contact and danced around the idea of long-distance dating anyway. I'm about eight years younger than him, and we are in two different continents and in different lines of work. First week in, he expressed feeling daunted and being in a bad place at the time. He was very vulnerable. I said it was okay, we can stop. We both cried, but a week of no contact later, he reached out and said he wants to try again. 
I should say, I've expressed to him that I am attracted to him and I've made that very clear. So now we have been long distance dating for about three months. We're getting to know each other better. He's sharing his passions, being vulnerable, personal things. I've done in bed the same. But this entire thing is very hard to do, especially as we have never met and can only take each other's words plus cultural and communication styles differences. There are times when I think it's me who initiates contact and makes an effort to express desire and support in other ways, like a text or a voice note. It triggers me badly. It deepens my anxiety that I'm being strung along. What can I do about this? I want to be optimistic because good things can happen, but what are the realistic chances that this will continue into something more serious? Is it dumb to be optimistic? What's a normal and healthy way to be in this kind of dating arrangement without being without completely losing ground? Help, please be my big sisters, trying to be love abundant, A. Let's go best case scenario, right? That like we'll take away all the risks that he's not a real person because you never met him. Yeah, let's not even like catfishing. She, yeah, she probably knows about those. You probably know about those risks. Yeah. Probably don't need to go into them. So let's go best case scenario. Are you going to move? Is he going to move? Is there ever a world that you two can live in the same continent? Yeah. Like, would especially, you move for a man that you don't know? Especially because in the beginning she said that she was ca- uh, casual with the option to go serious and he was on holiday mode, yeah. which implies that he was just going to go to a country to have fun. Yeah. Which means he's not going to move to you. No, and like... What's your career in? Like, if you're in law, you can't move to another country that easily because you can't move your industry. It's hard too because, like, this is such a valid thing to bring up because she's in her first – this is her first relationship. Yeah. And it's long distance. That's so hard to do. So hard. But then also, like, she wouldn't have – any reference point onto what like what she's looking what's for what's acceptable what's acceptable mm-hmm. and like if you are looking for something long term you should be thinking about these things but maybe yeah. she's trying to be fun be fun and, and yeah. open because it's her first long term rela- first relationship at the age of 28 and you're fearful of being strung along so it also feels like maybe you're compromising a little bit yeah because you don't want to lose this but what are you really losing a couple I'm, of text messages yeah like I'm trying to be nice with you saying that you're a bit of a softie. Yeah. But there is no avenue where this works. Yeah. Unfortunately. Like I just, I'm not a believer in long distance. I think long distance barely works when you have a solid bed yeah. of a relationship and you've been together for years. And you've seen, have you met, you've met each other. Yeah. Because even speaking from like a dating app perspective, yeah. the messages that I have before meeting, like I have no connection with this person. Mm. It's not until I have the date with the person I've met them that I actually feel invested in the texting. And the only way you have a connection via texting, if you haven't met them, is self-inflated and yeah. like created. Yeah. Self-created is a better word. Mm. And... It may not be the person on the other end, like you, and you just don't know that. Maybe she's just, just feeling optimistic because they've been vulnerable together, and that's actually really rare to find in a guy. And I fully get it. And like I got, I got caught up in a long distance thing when I was very young. Yeah, it was Sydney to Melbourne. You ended up moving to Melbourne, not for him, not for him. Okay, different. Uh, yeah, this is when I was like much younger, and like I like just I met this guy online just like randomly, and we talked for months yeah. and months every single day. And, like, it was the worst, like, it was one of the hardest heartbreaks I ever felt. And I didn't know him. Yeah. Like, when we, like, I did meet him in person and he was real. But, like, 
all it's going to lead is to a heartbreak that is truly unnecessary because you don't know the person and they don't know you. Yeah. And, like, intimacy can't be created online. No. It's just an opinion. Some people are able to do it, though. Some people, but, like, I don't think it's real intimacy, in my opinion. No. I just Fabricated. Don't, yeah, I think it's all, like... But if that's the only intimacy that she knows, she doesn't know that it can be more than different. that. Yeah. Do you know what? So, like, maybe that's why we're being optimistic about it because this is really exciting. It's the first time someone's been interested in you and so the bar is quite low. Mm. You've never experienced something in person. Yeah. So for this is, like, it's filling her cup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that you need to know that it should be more than this it should be and for you to already be worried that you're being strung along is a big sign that and also like she was saying that she puts feels like she puts in more More effort effort. she initiates first it's just like i don't think i think that it's um reasonable to expect more and he's not giving you that i think like you don't have to cut him off completely either why we need to meet can you yeah but can you just do like a situation where it's like Let's have no commitment to each other. I don't think that you should hold out and waste time or waste opportunities where you could be meeting people face-to-face for either of you. Can you just, like... Keep it open. Yeah, stay in enough contact that you're in each other's lives because you value each other, but not stay in enough contact that you're choosing each other over anyone else. Exclusivity. Let's remove the exclusivity. Yeah, and just, like, if you guys find each other in the same country... Yeah. Meet up. Serendipity. Yeah. You know? Wow. Amazing. What a meet cute. You stay in contact. So, yeah, don't cut him out, but maybe let's stop missing the opportunity to meet other people. And I think what you said at the beginning, Grace, was, like, really interesting, which was, like, are you going to move for him? Mm. Is he going to move for you? Do your lines of work really match? Like, those things. Are you you going to have to give up anything by moving? And realistically, are you going to do that? Mm. Is this relationship that meaningful that you're going to leave your country to be with someone you've never met? Yeah. Without thinking about the whole catfishing, is he real? Yeah, and and that's the thing. We're going absolute best-case scenario. Yeah. Your best-case scenario is looking like a bad scenario. Yeah. And the the worst-case scenario scenario is that it's an old man. That it's an old man. In a prison cell or something. I don't know. (laughs) They're going to ask you for $10,000, but you're secretly a princess. Yeah, I was going to say a prince. Yeah, like (laughs) Nigerian prince. (laughs) Give me your credit card details. (laughs) Oh, But we feel for you. And, like, if this is the love of your life, we're excited for you. Yeah, this is opinion-based, obviously. Like, yeah. we could be wrong. So, do we, like, her question was, is it dumb to be optimistic? We don't think it's dumb. I do think it is, but actually, yeah. Not dumb, but I think <laughs> I think it's that sweet. I think it's, it's sweet. super sweet. But I don't think it's a plic- – I don't think you should be optimistic in no, this scenario. No, it's hard to do long distance for your first relationship. I think it really yeah. should be in person. Like, there's so much that you're missing out on mm. from meeting someone face-to-face. Yeah. Let's make it happen. If this is your guy, that's so fine. Let's meet. Get on that plane, let's baby. Let's meet and let's figure out what our expectations are. Or, like mm. you said, let's keep it loose, not exclusive keep mm. meeting other people. And if you cross paths, slay. So be it. Love that. Love. That was some good advice, Grace. Was it? I reckon. Me at the end, I think it's dumb to be optimistic. <laughs> I think you're dumb. I softened I think it's it. <laughs> no, I softened it. She said she was a softie. Sorry, A. Sorry, A. We love you. I Thanks love for sending in your message for I your, do your like question. It. Um, I've received some others, so we're good for a couple of weeks. But if you would like to send in a question, a dating question, hot mess hotline, please email us at sometimesfunnypod at gmail.com. Before we wrap up, what are you loving this week, Grace? Okay, so this is actually a week or two old, mm-hmm. but and it'll be really old by the time this comes out. But I am loving that my baby. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not a baby anymore. He's by the time so this bad. comes out, he will ah! be. He's one. 
but he called me mama. I already told you about this privately, but I'm like, I'm gonna pretend like I haven't heard yeah, it. Yeah, so it was so exciting, and he hasn't called me mama since. Oh, but he did it once, and he like he did it once. intentionally. And it was so intentional. It wasn't just a babble. No, he said it. I like hadn't been with him for a few minutes, and I came back, and he put his hand out, and I went, "Mama, oh, I have actually looked at Tom and said like." You could never swoon me the way that our son has swooned me. And I just need you to know. And like all of the tropes of like mothers falling in love with their the sons. sons. I get it now. Yeah. I'm falling in love with that baby. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. I, I will never be that one. No, I know. But you love him. But whoa. If there's only space for one man in your heart, it's Frank and not Tom. It's Frank. <laughs> Francis. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, what a sweet That was really Because, like, cute. he said dada for a while, but it Months hasn't ago. been intentionally to Tom. It's just been the words da, 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 right? Yeah, so I said that to Tom. I was like, yeah, like, he's not, like, reaching out and calling you dada. Yeah, no, he, and like, Tom was like, you. yeah, he does. And I was like, mm, no, he doesn't. Rewind. No, he doesn't. He just babbles. Shut up. No. He said mama. He said it. It's about I me now. I came back to him. He reached out and he said mama. Yeah, it's about me now. Stop making it about you, Tom. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I'm the favourite parent. Share the spotlight. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> what are you loving? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to share what I'm loving, but I'm also not embarrassed. We know I love sun, sun safety. Yeah. We know. I recently bought a UPF 50 shirt. Slay. <laughs> I think I want to buy one. I got two for when I go, because I walk twice a day every day with Ben. And so like mm. that is, and I go for an hour. So that's mm. like two hours of sun exposure. And of course I put sunscreen on and I wear a hat, but I don't want to have to put sunscreen over my entire body. So I found these UPF 50 shirts from a brand called Sulbari mm. and it's high neck and they're long sleeve. They even have like little thumb holes so, wow. you, so you can cover your whole hand if you want to because I sunscreen my hands as well wow. like there I cannot tan so there is literally no point in not being protective when yeah. people are like you're putting sunscreen on your hands and I'm like I'm gonna burn yeah. I'm gonna burn and I'm gonna age I'm gonna have the best skin when I'm 50 so I, fuck you yeah, wrinkly slow. lady go sun so go sun bake yeah. you're gonna be an old leather and I'm gonna look so young you can actually really see the signs of Aging. Of aging. Yeah, yeah from it the makes sun. a massive difference. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I bought this top so that I, when I get ready for my walks, I only have to put sunscreen on my face and my hands, and then I'm covered. And I'm obsessed with them. I think I want to buy it. I Am I going to influence like, you? Just only for swimming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good for swimming too. And yeah. I got a really lightweight one, which is good for summer because mm. we're in summer in Australia. But when I'm in winter, I'm wearing a jacket or a jumper, so I'm often covered anyway. Yeah. So I purchased this one for summer in particular, and I love it. That's amazing. I recommend. I think sun safety is hot. It actually is. That's mm. hot girl walk, literally. Yeah. That was something in the Anyone But You movie. Mm. Sydney Sweeney made a joke about her dad wearing like really high SPF. And I was like, not a no, joke. It's, it's a joke. real life. Wow, especially a movie set in Australia. How dare canceled. you? No, can't. The movie's cancelled. <laughs> in my eyes, it's cancelled. Cancelled. But for a lot of reasons. Because I'm a boo B O ho. Exactly. Anyway, we're going to wrap up the episode. We love you. Bye. See ya.